Hey, Fairborn, City Manager Rob here. Welcome to the Rumor Has It podcast with my co-host, Megan Howard. Hi, Megan. Good morning. How are you? I'm all right. Good. This is our third episode. I know we've had a couple hundred downloads of our first two, so thank you if you've downloaded the podcast. If you're a follower, thank you for that. Please tell your friends and neighbors and anybody that might have an interest in what's going on in Fairborn that we're doing this podcast because I think it's some good information and it's fun. Yeah, it is fun. So, they get to hear us banter. Absolutely. Back and so, forth. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, if you're interested in that kind of thing, please download the podcast. Uh, we want to start today with June being the hundredth anniversary of the start of the Osborne move. So, I know That's you posted crazy. something on social media and got an amazing response to that. Talk yeah. a little bit about what that is, and for those of you that may not know, how Fairborn was created. All right. So, when the flood happened in 1913, it caused the village of Osborne that was located by the kind of flight line Huffman Dam area. Skyborne Theater, like that air skate world. Yep. yep. Um, it caused them to make a decision to, you know, not exist anymore as who they are or move. And they decided to move over 200 homes and businesses to uh, the location where it is now, uh, just east of where then Fairfield was. So right. They moved about two miles and it started in 1922 right? Uh, and went for about two years, I think, two or three years. It took them to move all the all the structures. And it's, it's not crazy. like they're moving these things with uh, large uh, motorized vehicles. I mean, maybe there was a tractor that had an engine on it, but for the most part, it's horse teams that are moving these homes. Yeah. I mean, there are a couple of pictures out there with, I think there was a, a huge tractor, but nothing like the structure. Right. They didn't vehicles. put it on the back of a semi and move it <laughs> no. a couple of miles. No. And in fact, one of the houses that was moved was the one that we live in. Uh, so we live awesome. in one of the crazy old houses that I think ours was built in 1890. Right. And it's, you know, it's got a fun story and it's a new, unique history that for us as a community, I mean, that's something that I think we can take pride in. Absolutely. And and so for fast forward to 1950, uh, the village of Osborne and the village of Fairfield decided to merge and became Fairborn. That's how we got our name. And I will to this forever say we're the only Fairborn in the world. There is a Fairburn or a fair, somewhere in Wales, I think, or in yep. England. Um, not the same thing. I think we, we're the only Fairborn. Yep. Because theirs is the like B O U R N E. Right. And there's a Fairburn, Georgia, right. B U R N, but you're the only Fairborn that we're I know. claiming it. We're keeping it. That's right. And I don't care what anybody says. We're yeah. the only Fairborn in the world. And so, uh, in this past weekend, there was a, the Osborne Historic Garden Tour oh, yeah. uh, took place. And if you didn't get a chance to go out, there were 18 to 20, I think, homes that uh, have these beautiful gardens uh, in their property. And uh, it's an opportunity for folks who may have not seen those gardens to walk around. And sure. it's a fundraiser for the Garden Club and just a great way. It was a beautiful day and yeah. uh, downtown Fairborn was packed. Yeah, so. maybe we should get like, we should trademark only yeah, if, I mean, if Ohio State can trademark the, uh, seriously, we should do only. Only. Yeah, I like only. it. I like where your head's at. We should, so, work, we should work on that. We should, we should. <laughs> so 100 years ago, uh, Osborne started the move uh, to what became Fairborne. So it's a part of our history, and uh, we appreciate everybody that uh, reached out about it on social media. I know there was a lot of uh, there feedback. There were a lot of questions. A lot of questions. And I wasn't quite prepared to answer. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I think the great thing about that is you learn too, right? Like it's doing the... Yeah doing these podcasts. We learn things we learn uh, while we're doing it. So, and if you want, so there's a, a Facebook group. Um, I think it's, you only know you're from Fairborn if, or if you're from Fairborn, something like that. But, um, 
Mark Rout. Yep. Uh, he puts a lot of pictures on there from his dad's collection, Alan Rout, um, who passed away a couple years ago. And there's just some incredible pictures of that Osborne history, Fairfield history. So check out that page and a huge thanks to Mark and everything he does to kind of keep that history alive. And the cool thing they do is they've colorized some of those pictures yeah. as well. And obviously black and white, but they've put some color to them color. to kind of make it look present day. And it's really an interesting look at yeah, and how Fairborn I think the ones then. that are pretty cool too are the ones where he puts the present day location over top of the old location yeah. just to kind of see how things are changed. But so it's Absolutely. pretty awesome. You should check it out. Appreciate Mark doing that and, and uh, continuing our history. Yeah. So what else is going on in Fairborn? We're, uh, we're coming up on 4th of July. Uh, that's a big weekend or a big uh, few days of events here in Fairborn. Talk about what we've got going on and uh, what's coming up here first, which would be this year. It'll be Sunday, which would be July 3rd. So the block party uh, is downtown from 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. on Sunday. So we'll have vendors. They've got food trucks. We've got a couple of live bands that are going to play. Right. The Little Miss and Mr. July, 4th of July contest that... Little Mr. and Miss Fairborn. Fairborn, I think. is that what it is? Yeah, I think so. I, know, I was going to forget that. Um, but the winner of that then gets to ride in the parade. Yep. So it's it's all pretty cool. So come check it out and help us celebrate uh, the beginning of the 4th of July weekend. So that's 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. downtown on the 3rd. Uh, then we flip to the next day, which would be Monday. The 4th of July is the big parade parade day. So uh, tell me a little bit about that. We have 99 parade entries, which wow, I think is a lot. That is a lot. We're usually around the 100 marks. So yeah. That's a good number. Yeah. It uh, starts at 10 a.m. So if you want to get a good seat, uh, start putting your chair out at like 5 in the morning. <laughs> or, Just kidding. or the night before. <laughs> or the night before. <laughs> right. uh, so it, the parade starts kind of the plaza. Fairburn Plaza Fairburn down Broad plaza, Street. Yep. And then kind of winds its way around down Main Street or down Central Avenue and then Main Street. And then it ends. So get a good seat and. It's a long parade route, so you should be able to find a good seat where you can get close to the parade yeah. and, and see everything going on. The center, the hub of activity really is the main and central area where there's the reviewing stand. I think the Fairborn Civic Band plays yep. there, uh, and that's where we will be. We are actually uh, announcing the parade again on local access. So if you <laughs> have a penchant for standard definition television, tune into Channel 5 yep. uh, on your Spectrum or cable provider and Look at us in standard definition. We'll be broadcasting it. If you'd like it in a little more high def, we're also uh, simulcasting it on uh, Facebook. Facebook. So you should be able to see a little bit better definition there. Or in person. You know, that's. Or come out. Yeah, I mean, come out. It's going to be a beautiful day. So wave at us. Um, and uh, one of the things I think that people are get concerned about is it's in the morning this year. I think last year it was on a Sunday. So we waited until two. Yeah. It was hotter than all get out last year. Miserable. Uh, it was very, very, very difficult to sit through. Uh, this year should be better. It's going to be 10 in the morning and weather should be perfect. Yeah. So Monday looks looks beautiful. We end the parade at, at yeah, a couple we, hours and then uh, that's not the end of it though. That's not the end of it. Yeah. Five o'clock, everything shifts to community park. We've got a bunch of food vendors that are going to be there. Uh, we have two bands. And I can't remember what bands. The weekend effect, I think, is one. I'll pull it up on the. Um, yeah, we probably should have done some homework. We probably we should have. It's okay. Just you talk and I'll. But we're going. Yeah, just fill, fill, fill. But there are, I think, a, a total of eight or 10 food trucks. Yes. Uh, which I know in the past there have only been a handful and it's been kind of an issue. The lines for some of those food trucks have been pretty long. Uh, but the food trucks will be at Community Park. Uh, we'll have a stage set up with a couple bands. 
Uh, and then we do the fireworks, obviously, at 10 o'clock once it gets dark. Um, so please come out. Uh, there's plenty of parking around um, if you want to park, you know, and uh, you don't have to necessarily park in the park. There's some other parking around uh, areas and walk up. Um, it's it's really a, a great event that uh, we get a ton of people come to. And again, the weather's going to be great. So uh, knock on wood, no rain in the forecast, and we should be good. Yeah, apparently I didn't have the bands when I put the event together on Facebook. So <laughs> you'll just have to be surprised. Uh, I don't have a list of food. I've seen a list of food trucks. I don't have those, I but maybe we can pull that up yes. and talk about the food trucks. Yes, we can because it's on. I did have that. <laughs> so the list of food trucks, uh, Holy Smokes. Okay. Great barbecue. Sugar Shock. I don't, I've never had Sugar uh, Shock. Sounds good though. Uh, Frida's Food Truck, the Fatty Wagon or Patty, Fatty. I think it's Fatty Wagon. Fatty yeah. Wagon. Uh, Mother Clucking Chicken Coop. Nice. Careful um, how you say that. I know. What the Taco. Nice. So if, Hopefully their truck is fixed because it was broken as of yesterday. Right. The Rolling Oasis, Mom and Six Cabbage Rolls. Oh, right. Cubzilla, Sugar Shack, uh, the 55 Rivers Barge. They've nice. Yeah. Excellent coffee. And the Wild coffee. the wild Banana, they might be my favorites because they have the smoothies that you can put in a bowl. Oh, they're so good. Oh, fantastic. Mm, they're amazing. So come hungry. Um, yes. Yeah, be ready for some of these food trucks. It's, again, starting at uh, 5 o'clock. At Community Park, we will do the fireworks. And again, fireworks this year uh, should be spectacular. We've, uh, again, used Rozzy's, who've done the fireworks last few years. And we increased the budget a couple of years ago to, to do a little bit longer fireworks show. And the uh, finale last year was just oh spectacular. It's so much fun. So much fun. So anything else you need about 4th of July? Uh, yes, because uh, the 4th, this is kind of the not so exciting part. Right. But because the 4th falls on the Monday, uh, it delays trash uh, pickup one day. So, Gotcha. So if your trash day is whatever day of the week it is day, next week, it's going to be a week, a yeah. day late. So Monday's Tuesday, Tuesday's Wednesday, so on and so forth. Gotcha. So, so. just uh, be aware of that. And yeah. uh, you know, hopefully it's not too big of an inconvenience for folks. <laughs> right. I, you know, I learned in, in uh, oh, this is off script here, but I learned very early on in my public sector life that one way to, to upset people in a, in a very easy way is to change the day you pick up their traffic or pick up their traffic. You pick up their trash. Tra yeah. uh, that really upsets people. So hopefully we have enough notice. If you download this podcast <laughs> and hear it, we'll put something uh, we'll out put too. Some on social media too. So yeah. uh, again, follow all of our socials for the, the you know, we, act like we know what's going on here, but the social media stuff's usually right. So uh, follow our social media channels Some for days. the information and <laughs> right. And uh, they may not agree with it, but it's usually correct. Yeah, exactly. Let's switch gears here a little bit. Let's talk about uh, some construction projects. So our, our, I promised to do a, a segment every podcast. <laughs> is Maple Avenue finished? Uh, the answer is no. No. Uh, it's not finished, but I did drive down this morning as I was coming to work today and they do have all of the curbing uh, on the, what would be the west side of the road oh, where they've good. been working. All the curb is finished. They've got some of the uh, preliminary asphalt down and are working to finish all of that. I'm told within the next two weeks that should be done. They will have everything uh, drivable on the uh, west side of the street. Okay. What they will do then is they will open that side to traffic and then should go back do. over to the east side of the street and finish that. That should go much quicker because it's just replacing curbs and putting in asphalt. They're not doing the path. Uh, nothing really to, and the waterline stuff is all complete. So that should go quickly. Uh, we have a running bet in the office here. What will open first? And we've used multiple things. Is it uh, Dairy Queen? Is it the intermediate school? Or is it the high school? 
Uh, intermediate school and Dairy Queen are going to open very, very close to when we think Maple will. We throw the high school in there as a joke because uh, they're flying on that building. They sure too, are. And, and they're doing very well there. So, uh, But we are told that it will finish before Dairy Queen. Yes. Uh, guaranteed it will finish before Dairy Queen. So it should be done in August. Dairy Queen will be done in September. So there should be a full month, hopefully. <laughs> Knock on wood, weather permitting, all that stuff, you know. That's this uh, week. Yeah, if you have to, whatever There's seance you have to do or, you know, stand up and turn around or whatever you have to <laughs> to break the mojo. But we're we trying should, to We should get, get Cherish done. at the oddity shop to do like a something. A something, yeah. Cherish, yeah. if you're listening to this, please like, <laughs> Could do, do something, something to, to help us. Yeah, help us <laughs> get Maple Avenue finished. Uh, so Maple Avenue is is uh, not done yet, but but working. And those folks have really uh, done a great job of putting a good amount of folks out there to, to get it done. That'll help move it along. Colonel Glenn Highway, if you've been around that area. I drove that State, last night. Looks beautiful. It does. Um, it, and that's that's more subtle improvements. It's not a huge, uh, yeah. it's not going to look a lot different, but it's a subtle improvement. And it's going to help the pedestrian folks that walk up and down Colonel Yeah, Lane. I noticed there was like this little Z thing in the middle. Where it was like a little walkway that people could walk from. I think side the other. up to this point, it was you kind of take your life in your hands. If you're a student at Wright State, you yes. want to walk over across the street and yeah. go to Bob Evans or the Texas Roadhouse or yeah, it's one right of the in shops in there. Yeah, it's, it's very hard to get to. So this hopefully will, will help address that, make it a little safer and nicer. Uh, so we those should be complete, I would say, in the next month or so. Yeah, and drive slowly because there's like a little lane shift I wasn't quite prepared for. So just make sure that you're driving slowly when you go down Colonel Glenn and absolutely you know, be absolutely. careful and uh, know one, what you're doing. Uh, again, off script, one thing uh, you mentioned, drive slowly. We took the traffic signal out of the intersection of Maple and Main. Yes, so as you're driving north and south on Maple, you do not have a, a stop really. Right. Uh, you, the traffic signal is out. If you're going on Main Street, you do have a stop sign. You need to be aware of traffic that's coming through that intersection. People tend to get a head of steam coming down the hill off the overpass there and uh, really they seem to, to hit it as they're coming through. Uh, we've had a couple of accidents, and so we're evaluating that as we speak, uh, what we can do to make that, to improve that, make people know that they have to slow down and or stop uh, if you're on main. So uh, just be aware as you're coming through there and be careful. Yeah, it is. It's quite a shift. That's literally in your front yard almost. It is. So, uh, I can see the intersection from my porch. <laughs> right. So you've probably heard a couple of the fender benders that have happened there. We sure have, and we ran out the door and... So, Sit on our porch and watch the action. So be careful. <laughs> be careful. Uh, Casey's uh, drive-through, I guess, is a drive-through. No, Casey's general store. Sorry, general store. Uh, is really starting to see some action. That really, we announced that project. I want to think two years ago yeah. uh, when it was first approved through our planning board uh, and got everything it needed to, to happen. COVID hit. Uh, the pandemic slowed them down, but they are working like like a swarm of bees on that place. Crazy. Um, and so we think Casey's will be done, I think, in the next couple of months. Uh, I think they're looking at, is it October? October 13th. So they've the, already marked a date on the yeah. calendar. October 13th is the day they'll be open. So um, that'll be here before you know it. Yeah, that's, they're moving. Like if you drive out uh, 235 or Z Drive, I mean, it's, every day it changes. Yeah. It's crazy. It's, it, and it seemed to be literally overnight mm -hmm. that they put all the materials out there and really got to work. So. Yeah. Casey's will be moving along. Dairy Queen, we mentioned, yep. uh, should be done in September. Um, that is the old former Long John Silver's there at Five Points, Maple and uh, Maple and Beaver Valley and, and DYS. Funderburg and all, uh, the, Funderburg other, and all, all the other roads. Right. So that should be going along well. Sheets, 
uh, is something that's a, this is a little bit of uh, you know, tune to the podcast for a breaking, breaking announcement. News, yeah. We have a potential sheets coming into to Fairborn in the same area as Casey's, I believe across the street uh, in the, uh, on 235 or Zinia Avenue. That's a proposal that's coming to our planning board. I think in Next not month. July, I don't think they have a meeting in July. I think it'll be August. Um, so we are excited to have another, uh, and really the way they advertise themselves is a restaurant that sells gas. So, yeah. uh, folks that like to eat, I understand both Casey's and sheets have delicious food. Yep. Uh, so more, more meal options in that area. And, uh, you can fill your gas tank up now as well. Sheets has really good pepperoni rolls. So I mean, I can't eat them anymore, but they're really good. Uh, I'll take your word for it and I'll be there when they open. <laughs> <laughs> so pepperoni rolls on me. <laughs> Uh, and then the last thing, we have a new marathon that's under construction at Kaufman and Dayton Yellow Springs. That's been under construction for a while. The building is up, yep. uh, so you can see some good progress there. And uh, that's moving right along as well and should be open yet this summer or early fall. So a lot of activity happened. And then uh, what we didn't have on the list is residential construction is, oh, yeah. is flying. Um, our building department tells us they have 57 open building permits for single-family homes. Uh, that's a lot. Yeah. When we average really about a a hundred a year, I think we'll probably go over that number this year and more uh, coming forward to be approved uh, literally almost every month at our planning board. So a lot of activity happening there. Um, A couple of things are happening. Uh, Well, let's, let's take a minute here. Let's, we did a, did you know section at our last uh, podcast. So I have a, did you know for you? Um, And I think this makes us unique. I think it makes us somewhat special that we have of our seven elected council members, five of them are retired military. Did you know that? No, not the number. Right, which is, uh, that's a um, an interesting fact. It's an interesting yeah. tidbit. Um, I believe we have four Air Force and one Marine retiree, um, including our mayor, who's a retired Chief Master Sergeant. So um, we are, you know, being so close to Wright-Patterson Air Force Base, I mean, I think it helps with, uh, just understanding the base, uh, because if you have never served in the military, like and I've never served in the military, understanding what goes on at Wright Patterson Air Force Base is like a puzzle. Yeah, uh, that's and it's like AP calculus. Like it's <laughs> you know, I mean, it, there's a lot of acronyms, there's a lot of equations, there's a lot of things that you don't understand uh, because the base is so big and has so much going on. It helps us to have these retired folks who have served right. on that base and are familiar with it. Uh, when we have issues and we have, con- they have connections there that we could never make. Yep. Uh, so that helps us. And it's uh, just an interesting tidbit. So we'll try to do a, did you know, uh, for every one of these things and see where we go. I, w- I forgot that. Sorry. Good, good catch. That's okay. That's okay. That's why we're, we're a team. We're a good team here. We are. Uh, there is one thing coming up here, July 1st, this uh, Friday, uh, the folks at the Fairborn Phoenix, which is the old Fairborn movie theater, have really started to do some programming at that location. They've taken ownership of that building uh, and started to do some things there. They had a Beatles tribute uh, band, I think, play a f- about a month ago. Uh, they have something coming up on Friday. You want to talk a little bit about what that is? Uh, yeah, they're going to show this is uh, starting at midnight, and it's only for 18 and over. Right. Uh, cost is $15. They're going to show the Rocky Horror Picture Show, which I hate to admit, I just saw like two weeks ago for the very first time. I'm 41 years old and I just right. saw it for the first time. I, I'm 50 years old and I've only seen it probably once in my life. And, and, and unfortunately for us, I don't think we've seen it in this kind of a setting. No. Uh, because this is, I understand it. And again, this is 
hearsay or secondhand knowledge. It's a production. Like it is a choreographed production. Yeah. Uh, so if you're interested in that, I think they did this last year. Yeah. Uh, maybe around this time. Um, it's it's a super amount of fun. Uh, bring your toast, uh, yeah. as I'm told, and come to the Fairborn Phoenix. The cost is $15. So there's a cost to it, but they're trying to raise money to, to renovate that facility. Yep. Uh, and I think it'll be a good time. I believe they'll have a, uh, some food there, and I believe you'll be able to buy some beverages while you're there as well. Yep. Uh, it is 18 and over, uh, but really it's after midnight, so you know, not to make a value judgment. but <laughs> yeah. So 18 and over, it's a little bit more. It's adult. It's not necessarily for children, yep. uh, but it should be a good time. And if you like the Rocky Horror Picture Show uh, and want to see it in this type of setting, which I don't think they, there are many of those around anymore. I don't think so. Uh, huh. So it's an opportunity to see something that hasn't been around for a while. And it's it's good. Like It's a, it's a funny quirky right scratch your head what is going on type of show but it's you know it's good and it it's yeah. a cult classic it, it is <laughs> it really is a cult classic it's it's uh, great so uh kudos to the folks of the fairborn phoenix we'll talk a little bit more about them in some upcoming uh episodes here because yeah. we're we're going to get into the next segment which is talking about our arpa american rescue plan projects uh we've city council just approved at the last meeting several of those projects uh, we're going to take a couple of them here per episode and talk about them in a little bit more detail. So this this week, we're going to start probably with a couple that are going to be happening most quickly, uh, and that's the community park parking lot. Um, you've been to community park. It's kind of pothole-y. It's, yeah, it's in some rough shape. Uh, we've patched it, I think, a, a couple times. But Since it, I started working here uh, four years ago, we've patched and patched and right, and filled it's, and patched and with the activity that happens at community park, it's probably our most active park, yeah. frankly. Uh, most people go there because you've got the drop-off lane for the schools when school's in session. You've got the tennis courts, the basketball courts. Uh, you've got the softball fields that are there. And then you just have the shelters, after an amphitheater, the whole bottom of yeah. community park, which has a uh, you know, fishing pond and it's more playgrounds. Too. Yeah, it's just, it's in been in some bad shape for a while. When we got events there. Correct, like Fourth of July and Street things like corn, that. It's, yeah. It doesn't doesn't uh, doesn't portray the best uh, appearance, and it's it's a the reason we haven't done it to this point is it's very expensive because it is an expansive parking lot. Right. To do it right is going to take a lot of time and, and money. Uh, City Council dedicated four hundred thousand dollars, which gives you an idea of what that's going to take, and I think it's going to take more money than that. We've got some of our budget, uh, our capital projects budget, also in there, so it's going to be a big project. And we'll probably t undertake that once the majority of these uh, events are through uh, and do it the right way. So you should see some new parking lot, which will help. We started last year when we opened the new walking path. It's amazing. Uh, which is a huge improvement out there. So uh, kudos to our parks folks for maintaining it the way they have. Uh, it's you know not their fault that it's as, as torn up as it is. They do the best they can with what they have to, to repair it as needed, but it just it's time. Yep. So it's time to do something there. The other project that we're talking about is we dedicated a million dollars for stormwater. Um, that seems like a lot of money, but it's about one fifty-sixth yeah. of the amount it takes to address our stormwater problems. Uh, we're undertaking a project now first before we do this ARPA to clean out all of the storm sewer in the national homes of the Pleasant View neighborhood. So we've got somebody going through there and cleaning out the existing storm sewers, uh, making sure that the, everything is cleaned out. I don't think they've been cleaned since they've been installed, which was back in the 50s. Right. That should help with the stormwater issues there, but you know, you've seen the, I've seen pictures and I've actually seen it myself, people on canoes. Floating down the road. <laughs> right on Florence, I think, and, yep. uh, going down the road there. So we hope to eliminate that situation and yeah. help the flooding there. 
So that's just a couple. There are uh, six or eight more projects that we uh, council has dedicated, and we'll go over those as in the next few episodes. So you got to come back. Yeah, we want you know we got to hook them and always keep them wanting more, right? Is that right. what they say? So we'll do a couple more of those as we continue through uh, these episodes. So uh, let's see what else do we have. We wanted to also start a uh, a new. This might uh, be my favorite new thing. This is something we just came up with this morning. It's called the social media meltdown. What's the social media meltdown of this past two weeks? And if you're on uh, particularly Facebook, I, you know, social media meltdown typically happens on Facebook. Right. Uh, but if you followed along, I believe it was uh, a local Fairborn page talking about the improvements at the Fairborn Plaza parking lot. Uh, that property is under new ownership. Uh, there, this is a good thing. It is a great thing. Uh, and the new owner is really investing some money into yeah. improving the appearance of that that shopping center. And what they're doing now is they're resealing uh, the parking lot. And what that is essentially is the asphalt, as it ages, gets uh, really dried out and brittle and, and creates potholes cracks, and yep. creates holes and cracks and that, that type of thing. One of the ways that you maintain it is you put a sealer on it to refresh it in some way. Uh, and it looks uh, a little bit better. It makes it more... Uh, actually look like blacktop right. uh, once it's done. And so they've started that process. They're going to do that and then restripe the parking. And it looks nice. It looks beautiful. They did a great big part of it so far, and I think they'll do the rest of it uh, within the next couple of days. And it just happens to bump up against the 4th of July <laughs> holiday. And if you follow the parade, that is where a lot of the floats and a lot of the people stage is in that right. parking lot of that shopping center. So the social media meltdown was a couple different things. One, how could you do that so close to... It's going to be hot as all get out and right. everything. Um, the answer to that is it's going to be, you know, eight o'clock in the morning. So it shouldn't be as hot as it's right. going to be. It's not going to be at two o'clock like it was last year. Uh, the heat shouldn't be a big a factor this year as it has Low been. Low is like 60. Right. Something so, on Monday. So pretty good weather. So wear long sleeves, I would say, maybe if you're yeah. inclined in the morning. Uh, so the other thing is, you know, it's kind of a chicken and egg scenario. Why would they do that if there's only a couple tenants? I think the only reason that there's only a couple of tenants because they haven't done that. Right. And doing that, hopefully we'll get a few more tenants as they improve the building and, and make it more marketable. Those are things that tenants see when they come in. If, if it looks like it hasn't been maintained, that's an indication of absentee ownership. And unfortunately for too long, that shopping center's had some absentee ownership and our code enforcement folks have been really struggling to try to get a good contact with somebody who lives in New York uh, that owns that shopping center that really can't see it from their, their porch. Right. So and the owners live in like, they're from Texas, right? I believe the new owners are from Texas, but they've been much more engaged. Yeah. I think they are much more active and motivated to, uh, you know, they spent the money to buy the place. Now okay. they need to get some revenue back on it. Yeah. So I think they've painted, haven't they painted part of the building? Yes. They've actually improved good. the appearance of it. It's, it's, you know, that building is, uh, that shopping centers had some good Im improvements lately. Mm -hmm. Dollar General added a food, the market, uh, like yeah. a market concept. So there's, uh, you know, some, actually produce that you can get there and yep. more like a, a grocery store. And so you always, also, I go there every year for the BMV when I have to get my right. title and my, um, if I have to get my license renewed, I go there. Uh, but it's a, you know, hopefully that'll spur more interest and get more people and uh, make it more active. So your social media meltdown for this episode was the Fairborn Plaza parking lot. Hopefully that answers any questions anybody has, but sure. If you're still uh, uh, interested and upset, please take to Facebook and, let your opinion be known. <laughs> no, don't do that. Oh, no, that's no. not, we don't want that. Okay. I didn't say our Facebook. I just said oh, okay. Facebook okay. and that's let fine. your opinion that's be fine. known. Yeah. Uh, and the last thing we want to end with is we're really, since this is more of a fun podcast, uh, we want to ask what's your summer jam? Uh, 
now we're into summer. We're officially summer. It's the 4th of July. If And one of the things we're going to do as part of the show notes, we're going to put a Spotify playlist together, yep. some of the things that we talk about. And yep. we hope to, in future episodes, have some guests come in. So you're not just listening to me Us. pretending you. Yeah. I think they'd much rather hear from you than they would from me. I'm sorry I talk so much. But it's get, all good. get some other voices in here uh, yeah. from folks in the community and folks that we're working with. Um, and we're going to ask them when they come in what they're, what they're listening to. Like, what are you listening to? Uh, so I'll throw it out to you, Megan, before I give it. So what, what's your summer jam? You didn't like my first one. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> I didn't like your first one. I, I, that's not fair. I, I saw that I didn't like it. I liked it. It just, it's a little, it was a little bit of a downer. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, one of my favorite bands is Johnny Swim. Yes. So I've been listening to a lot of Johnny Swim lately. They have yeah. a song called Ring the Bells, um, okay. which is really good. So. So if you're interested, kind of if you've never heard of Johnny Swim and, and you want to find hit up this podcast, we'll do, a again, a, a Spotify they're pretty, list. They're pretty good. Uh, download Spotify and, and uh, listen to Johnny Swim. I love Johnny Swim, and uh, they've really, it's they're kind of an, I would say a lot of people have heard of them, unless you're a kind of a music person and yeah. really like to dig deep on some of your music, but they're it's a husband and wife couple, and they're phenomenal. Oh, they've got yeah. incredible voices. They... Uh, the lyrics, I think, are great. They're kind of like a folky, I don't know, they're... Singer-songwriter Singer-songwriter, yeah. yeah, they're pretty chill. Yeah. I think that's what I like about them, too. Good stuff. If you're just, you know, sitting on the porch and, you know, watching the cars go by and yeah. want to listen to some music, that's a great one. Yep. So, Johnny Swim, for they those They have a new album out this year. To Excellent. 2022. Great. So, my Summer Jam is a band that I've seen a few times live. I think you and I share a, a liking for this band. It's Dave Matthews Band. The song that I always love to listen to is called Number 41. I don't know that it has a word title. It's just Number 41. I like it musically. Uh, I think the the lyrics are great. It just, I, I love the the sound of it, and it just puts me in a happy place. And I think it is kind of summery because I think of it as, again, sitting outside on the porch, maybe having a beverage, watching the world go by, and just, you know, chilling and, and listening to music. So I first heard of Dave Matthews when I was a freshman in college. My roommate played satellite for me yeah and i'd i'd never heard of it right uh so it was 19 1999 and i was like oh my gosh what is that song right and so i literally made her play that song almost every morning <laughs> right <laughs> probably to the point where she hated it but i'd never <laughs> heard of this band and i just thought man this is a great it, it's a great song it's a great sound yeah and you know i think the one thing that i appreciate most about dave matthews is like they just jam like right. they'll just go off and musically play and right. it's just, it's good stuff. And it's some of the most original music mm -hmm. I've, I've heard. It's not formulaic. They just kind of do their own thing and it's very complex and interesting. And so could, I love Dave Matthews. Yeah. So yeah, trying to recreate that is not easy. No, absolutely not. So just a little foreshadowing, I'm going to say probably our, maybe not our next episode, but maybe the one after that, we're going to turn you on to some bluegrass because as we prepare for bluegrass and brew coming up on August 5th, We'll turn you on to some good bluegrass that we've listened to that will probably be some folks that where you may be able to listen to in Fairborn as they come to the bluegrass. So hopefully we can uh, make that happen. So. Yeah, and just speaking of that, though, August 5th, don't forget, we're almost a month out, just over a month out from bluegrass, which is insane. Which is hard to imagine, really. And and we've been so consumed with everything happening the 3rd and 4th of July that we haven't given much thought to bluegrass. Yeah. We did a lot of work early in the year to promote it. And you'll see a lot of things happen after the 4th of July with, with regard to bluegrass. And we've heard, and then this could be uh, I don't know who told me this and perhaps it was you. 
uh, we've gotten folks that have called looking for hotel uh, oh, recommendations because of the lineup that we have this year. Oh so my goodness. that's the first I've heard of that uh, for any of our events. So wow. hopefully it uh, that's true and it's going to be a good time. So uh, we're prepared to have a large crowd for Bluegrass and Brew this year. Again, August 5th, the event starts at four. Music will probably start at six. Yeah. Uh, we have three bands. It will start at six with Joe Mullins and the Radio Ramblers, who is a legend, a local legend, and just a yeah. heck of a guy. I mean, he's a he's draw terrific. in and of himself. Oh my gosh, right? goodness. He's a headliner in and of itself. Yeah. Uh, after that, will be Alan Bybee and Grasstown will play. They'll each play probably about a one-hour set, and then the headliner this year is Rhonda Vincent, Grand Ole Opry member. Yeah, Grammy uh, Award-winning. Grammy Award-winner, and she's going to play for about an hour and a half. Uh, and if you follow, if you're on social media, I recommend following her social media. She's, she's so much terrific. fun to follow, yeah. She's a lot of fun. Um, and Joe Mullins is as well. I don't follow Alan Bobby. Joe Joe does a lot of social media. These, these bands have uh, great social media accounts. Please follow them, listen to their music. Um, they're all super talented and just, it's going to be a heck of a time August 5th. So looking really looking forward to that. So that's it for this episode. We have uh, some interesting things coming up. Mm -hmm. So look forward to please download this, tell your friends, your neighbors, subscribe, um, subscribe, hit the like button, uh, whatever they say, uh, whatever the YouTube kids say, <laughs> like, <laughs> follow, subscribe, follow, yeah, whatever, yeah, tell whatever. your friends, send a pigeon carrier. And follow us on our on our social media channel. So we have a very active Facebook page, which uh, really is, I think, very informative. Um, it's funny because we over twelve thousand followers, which is crazy. I think when I first uh, came on board, we were maybe three thousand. So when uh, I took over, I think how many did we have? I want to think it was thirty three hundred. It was, it was yeah, three thousand. Very low. So we've quadruple that number four years <laughs> just crazy um but follow our facebook and it, with the way social media is changing facebook has really become kind of the uh, what old people use really uh, i hate to say that but it's the it's the one that's been around really kind of the longest and yep. it's uh hopefully it, it's what myspace used to be maybe <laughs> so yeah but i mean you know the in the grand scheme of things though it's, it's kind of like the newspaper now um yeah. mixed in with the church basement ladies and uh, <laughs> right. Or the firehouse, you the know, it, sewing circles. Sewing, yeah. It just depends, you know, it water cooler. It's just a, you know, whatever your drama gossip. I, but, I think it's a, you mentioned it. It's a, it's the a way a lot of our folks get their news, yeah. uh, whether it's true or not is to, you know, depending on what you believe. Right. But we utilize that pretty well to get our information we out do. there. So, uh, go check our social media stuff first. I would say it's going to be the most current. Yep. Uh, at least Facebook and, and Twitter will be the most current. Uh, we st Our website is updated, but that's really more of a warehouse of information. So um, it's not necessarily as updated as easily and as quickly, and it's not as easy to find there as it would be right. on social. So, And I will say, uh, if if you do click on a link and it is a broken link, please yeah. email us. Uh, please let us know um, so that we can get it fixed. There are a lot of links on there, and uh, me being the only one that, monitors and has to fix all the links. Uh, you know, if you, if you find one, please, please let me know. And the reason the links are broken isn't because of anything we've done. It's because we've upgraded some other systems that yeah, are tied software. to the website. And so we didn't get those upgrades. Those weren't conveyed to you right. to update those links. And sometimes we just don't think about it. We assume it does it automatically and it doesn't. It so doesn't. if you do get a um, error message, please let us know and we'll, we'll fix we'll that get and get fixed. you what you need. Uh, we also follow our Twitter account. 
uh, at City of Fairborn. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have TikTok and Let's we have Instagram. Have TikTok. Uh, we have a wonderful new intern, uh, Emily, who has uh, taken over our TikTok and has done some really fun things with it. And uh, the word around the office is if you see Emily coming, close your door. She's probably going to put you on TikTok. Duck and hide. <laughs> if you don't want to be on TikTok, then try to avoid her if you can. Uh, but we, we've really embraced our social media, at least the new social media platforms, I think, and yeah. have grown our viewership in those as well. Yep. So the next event you'll see us will be the, uh, I'll be at the July 3rd block party. So if you see me, say hi. Uh, but if you're in the parade, say hi at uh, Maine and Central because Maine and I will be, will be uh, broadcasting that in full standard definition. <laughs> So, I love it. Anything I forgot, Megan? Anything you need to correct? I don't think so. I think we're good. So with that, thanks for listening to Rumor Has It, episode three. Uh, we look forward to seeing you around town. <laughs>